Hello out there and welcome to another episode of Movie Mastery, the podcast where we are forced to watch the movies that you recommend to us. Tied up at gunpoint. That's right. Mm -hmm. We've got no choice. You have our families. Mm -hmm. I am John. That is Jeff. And we are begging you to please let them go. We'll watch whatever you say. (laughs) It's like Saw if we had to watch (laughs) shitty movies instead of have death traps. Yeah. And if I had to saw my leg off, which there are certain movies where I would want to. Look, I'm, I'm still like months away from it angry at baby ghost i'm never <laughs> baby gonna, ghost i'm never gonna not be angry about baby ghost baby <laughs> ghost worked its way into my head and has destroyed everything good i love that baby ghost was kind of your nadir that's like your current bottom <laughs> that's, that's as far as you can go because for me it, that happened a long time ago see the <laughs> franken queen the old bar because after watching that i was like oh anything you can throw at me i don't care but then Baby Ghost came along and I was like, oh no, we've reached a new level. Someone dug under Frankenqueen for me. <laughs> that happened for me a while ago, too. During the the height of, or lo- depth, I guess, of a wrestling Christmas miracle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Got- <laughs> Y'all, you've made us watch some movies here. But no Birdemics yet. And for that, I, I, I'm pretty sure Birdemic 2 at least is on the list. Uh... I may have vetoed Birdemics going on there in the same way that I vetoed like Sharknado's going on oh, there. That's fair because I don't care. Okay, because I have a DVD of Birdemic two in my room, and I have to assume that's because someone sent it to us. I mean, it's possible. Yeah, but this time around, uh, we watched the animated movie Batman: Assault on Arkham from in- 2014. Interesting choice of assignment. Yeah, I, you know, I was rolling up movies, and of course, we. Roll up two on the giant list of movies that we have, and then, you know, the first one was standard, just absolute trash. Yeah, some Z-grade horror movie that we will definitely do, so you don't have to feel bad about it. It's oh, just yeah. going to be in October. It It's going to happen, because the Venn diagram of my interests for this movie <laughs> is just a circle. Yeah. It's yeah. all of them. It's everything. He's right in the middle there. <laughs> I'm loving it. Ba 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 ba. And I'm nowhere near it. I'm like, I'm like, no, none of those things. Which is also right in the middle of I my know. interests. A horror movie that Jeff would hate. Oh, put me on. Yeah, finally Vince McMahon is tipping over backwards in the chair. Oh, <laughs> uh, but then I rolled up Batman Assault on Arkham, and I was like, all right, it's a weird choice for this to be on here, but this is an animated movie that is a sequel to the, I think, 2013 Batman Arkham Origins video game yes. in the Arkham video game series. Yes, yeah. Technically, it's a, it's a sequel to Arkham Origins, or it might be a sequel to Arkham City, because the cartoons do take a long time to make. But it is the fourth thing in the Arkham storyline. Yeah, it is. I mean, I did look it up. It is it's supposed to, to be a sequel to that, because there is a point where something references that game. Huh, okay. But it is more than a Batman movie. It is basically just a Suicide Squad film. Yeah, it's a Task Force X movie. Uh, they they just use the Batman labeling because it's part of the Arkham storyline. You can already see, you see them trying to walk that back because the most recent thing taking place in the Arkham City storyline is that new video game, Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League. Uh-huh. Which appears to be just another one of them run and gun looty shooty type things. Weird Always choice. online deals. Uh, what you gonna do? I mean, I don't know why, but 
Because those sure. make a lot of money. You can you can sell a a, a a what do you call those things? Those passes. Yeah, season passes. You can sell shit. season passes and premium season passes and cosmetic upgrades where you can. Then again, well, yeah, the Avengers game absolutely fucking tanked like that. I'm sure it made enough money to make its money back, but yeah, it absolutely did tank. That said, this thing's been in development for longer than that game's been out. Maybe they've just been on the slow death march ever since. I have to assume they were like. Hey, we're just going to make the Avengers game again. And then that started tanking and went, maybe we should keep working Let's on make this. the Avengers game with significantly less popular characters. And you know how the Avengers game at least made it so the characters feel different when you play them? Let's get rid of that and give everybody... Like, let's give fucking King Shark a gun. You play as King <laughs> Shark and he just runs around and shoots people with guns. Famous gun guy, King Shark. Yeah. I'm sure that they were just like, fuck it. Stop. Everyone stop working on the hard stuff. We're just going to develop a thousand new cosmetic sets of short shorts for Harley and call it a day. Oh. We'll get our money back from Wales. <laughs> uh, Welshmen are crazy for hot pants. They're so crazy for hot pants. Yeah. <laughs> speaking of uh, speaking of <laughs> doing nothing but fan service cheesecake, a Batman Assault on Arkham is a movie. Yeah, it's... I mean, it's definitely a... Batman animated film that they just went like, ooh, we can be titillating with it. Yeah. And that mostly just means we can have cleavage, some implied nudity. Mm -hmm. Implied sexual situations, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but it, it, go, it goes a little, it's one of those movies where you're like, well, finally, well, this is for home release. We can make it edgy and for adults. And then they just instead make the dumbest thing in the world because... The little bits of implied sexuality from the old DC Animated Universe TV show were classy and fun. Oh. You get these little jokes about stuff here and there, and they're adorable. Uh, it, I mean, only as classy as in the fact that Paul Dini basically was like, look, my life, my wife looks like Zatanna, and so I'm going to draw Zatanna as the biggest fetish object in the world. Oh. Um, but but yeah, it, it's, it's a weird movie, and it feels weird as a sequel to anything from the Arkham City universe, because it has Harley Quinn in it, who's there from, I think, Arkham City onward, and looks very different and acts very different than she does in this. I mean, she was there from the first Arkham Asylum game. Yeah, that's right, she was. And uh, instead of Tara Strong, which usually I think is her voice in the game. Yeah, that's Tara Strong does the game voice. This is Hinden Walsh, I think. Yeah, and who has done a ton of stuff. I actually kind of prefer Hinden Walsh's Harley to Tara Strong's Harley, if I'm honest. Tara Strong's Harley is nothing but a high-pitched New York joke. I mean, the difference between them is basically the difference between someone doing an Irish accent and someone doing Lucky the Leprechaun from Lucky Charms. <laughs> where it's like, oh, I'm going to do an accent. And then someone goes, oh, I'm going to do a cartoon version of that accent. And yeah. that's Tara Strong. I mean, uh, the pro ultimately, there's so many people who have done Harley at this point, and... None of them are Arlene Sorkin. She was the only she did it best. Oh. So so that was the original one when she was introduced for the first time ever on the animated series. But we do get Kevin Conroy, classic Batman. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, one of the only, I think maybe not the only, but one of the only ones where it's Kevin Conroy, Batman, and Joker is there, but it isn't uh, Mark Hamill. Yeah, no, I think it's uh, Nolan, Troy Baker. Troy, Troy, Troy Baker, the guy who always does because uh, he can do a perfect Mark Hamill impression. Exactly. Yeah. There's a few other things where that's the case. They're not common, but they, they, they've happened out there. Um, it feels bad that Kevin Conroy volunteered for this. This feels like a perfect job for one of the other guys who does his voice. Yeah, but since he did all of the Arkham games, they're like, well, you're in. Yeah, yeah. I'm, 
You know, it's not, he wasn't George Newbern or whoever. He would turn things down. Yeah. Or he, or he would take the paycheck. He, he was a little less consistent in his decision making. But we also get Neil McDonough. Yep. Just lending his voice to yet another uh, superhero project. He's in so much shit. I fucking love Neil McDonough, fucking, so I don't care. Damien Dark, and he's he's Dum Dum Dugan, and here he is as Deadshot. He likes the Ds. Yeah. Oh, he loves the Ds. He loves them double Ds, like Dum Dum Dugan or Damien Dark. Dude's a <laughs> Deadshot <huge> dude. <laughs> yeah, that Deadshot dude. Huge fan of the, of big meaty double Ds <laughs> as roles, big meaty roles. Yeah. I yeah. mean, Jennifer Hale for Killer Frost, John DiMaggio for King Shark. Giancarlo Esposito as Black Spider, which, that's a pull. <laughs> yeah. The thing about the Suicide Squad movies is that they're always pulling people you've never heard of so they can murder them. Of course. Yeah. And then uh, KG Beast is in here as well for the same reason. <laughs> and then the, probably the best bit of re- of remaining voice casting is they brought CCH Pounder back for Amanda Waller. But the role they give her is shit. Oh, yeah. The, the difference between Amanda Waller and this and Amanda Waller in the DC Animated Universe is stark. <laughs> Yeah. It's Tony Stark. <laughs> she is Tony Stark. <laughs> uh, okay. You want to get into it? Yeah, we may as well. We'll play a little music. I We're going to come back. Short spoiler-free review. Uh, this sucks. You don't need to watch this. There's way better DC animated movies you could watch. It's fine. It's just... thing is, even if you are a fan of the Arkham games, I'm like, this... This barely that. has Batman in it at all. Yeah, this is like just one, a Suicide Squad movie. This is like one little reference to those. There's a scene near the beginning where Batman rampages around taking out guards in the dark. And you're yeah. like, oh, just like those video <laughs> oh, games. Oh, I remember that's a thing that happens. Yeah. Oh, and he also randomly gets his ass kicked for no reason by a couple C-listers at certain points. And I'm yeah. like, oh, you haven't figured out how to play the game. You're not paying attention. I'm just amazed they didn't work in a scene where people walked up to Batman slipping into unconsciousness and say one quick line to him, you know? <laughs> All right, wrap him up, boys, or whatever the penguin says when you lose it on his turf. Uh, all right, <laughs> we are going to be right back with the full spoiler review for Batman Assault on Arkham. We're back, and it is time to talk about Batman, Assault on Arkham. Batman! A really Suicide Squad, Assault on Arkham, Pretty and much. also Batman shows up at some this point. This is definitely part of this. There's an era in the DC... I, I'm a big fan of the DC Animated Universe stuff, and I watch it no matter how bad it's going to be. Uh-huh. Uh, and there's an era where they tried to make Deadshot happen. Oh, yeah. They, they really tried. They, they, want, they want you to think that Deadshot is basically... The bad guy, Batman. Uh, uh, and there's more than one movie where this is the case, where they give him a badass dude voice. I think in the other one, he's like a Baldwin or something. Here he's Neil McDonough. And they, they try and sell you on him as if he's like the, a match for Batman. It's weird to me that they would do that, given that, I mean, even in this, like, Giancarlo Esposito's character, Black Spider, basically is evil Batman. Pretty much, yes. He's he's Batman with a different moral code where he wants to kill, like, the Yeah, Indolentist. he's Punisher Batman. Yes, yeah, he's he's that kind of thing. Which is weird, because Black Spider is one of the... Like you were saying earlier, he is a D-list pole. You don't see his name very often. But he showed up on Young Justice. Huh. And when they did Young Justice, they didn't do this, like, he's basically Asriel-type business. Instead, he was Spider-Man. They made him 100% evil Spider-Man <laughs> just so they could, like, the wisecracks, all of the powers, he was just Spider-Man. Huh. Yeah. 
interesting given that this really is just what if batman killed people <laughs> yes <laughs> uh but yeah the the dc urge to make deadshot like an a-list villain is so weird to me because you already have so many especially in the batman rogues gallery where yeah. you're like dude this is a rogues gallery where people can name the bad guys way more than anyone else. I think like, part of it is that Deadshot is a core element to the Task Force-esque slash Suicide Squad milieu. So, he, you know, he's he's usually the leader of those squads because he's not a monster. And he's, a, in, you know, up until Will Smith changed the game, he was usually a nice, functional white guy you could put out in the front. Uh, <laughs> and uh, But but yeah, I, I think that's why. But yeah, the problem is, Fucking, who gives a shit about death, Deadshot? Half the time I forget he's not Deathstroke. <laughs> the problem is, Deathstroke, at least slightly more interesting, because you're like, <laughs> oh, I guess you've got a swords thing too going on, but Deadshot really is just like, alright, he's he's a gunsman, and he guns real good, Yeah, and also gets that, you know, bullseye level of, oh, I can hit any target with anything though it's not just guns yeah randomly i'll be able to do it with anything you put in my hand yeah and it, you know it's neat because he's very similar to bullseye in that i, I don't know I, I, the, the origin story i know for deadshot is as follows he got divorced at some point he's got a daughter he likes and he wants to get out of prison so we can get back to seeing his little girl yep and that's all the backstory i got i mean this is the same thing with bullseye where both of them have you know that perfect dead aim never miss accuracy power and no explanation for why oh yeah you would think it would just be like, oh, yeah, uh, you know, for Bullseye, I feel like it should be a, oh, he's got some sort of superpower that literally is that he, like, can zero in and not miss things. Well, one of my favorite, Bullseye is low-key one of my favorite Marvel villains. No, Bullseye is a dare Daredevil villain. Loki is someone else. <laughs> hey. I get what you're saying. <laughs> but yeah, on, on a small scale, uh, Bullseye is one of my favorite Marvel villains because, and specifically because... He doesn't have a backstory that sticks. No. They give him some from time to time. Even the show used one of the ones that had been in the comics where he was like an evil baseball kid. Uh, the, I'm the, an evil baseball man. Like a, the, that was the Daredevil show. But they never stick, and they're never real. They're always revealed to be fake. He has no real backstory. He doesn't even have a real name. Yeah. He's just bull. I've always appreciated that, that he's the one that sticks to that shit. Yeah, him and Joker. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, it's true. Joker does the same thing. Yeah. That's and really that's it. Bullseye is definitely the Joker of the Marvel universe. That's what everyone's always saying. It's very chilling. A person who <laughs> seems to think crime is funny <laughs> sends a chill down my spine. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, God, this is uh, the movie. Fucking, uh, I don't even know where to start. I just start from the beginning of the movie, which uh, is a the jo it's the Riddler messing with Amanda Waller in a warehouse. Telling the most obvious hack riddles where I was like, one of these isn't even a riddle. They're like, when is a door not a door? I'm like, that's just a joke. It's a joke. And it, you know, no, later when you finally see the Riddler again in this, he's reading from a big book that's just called Riddles. Yeah. So I don't think they cared all that much about trying. Which in fact, I they gotta say, that really goes into my later part of this movie where I'm like, Arkham, you kind of fucked up. Like... You're going to hand the Riddler a book on riddles? Like, I thought this was supposed to be about rehabilitation, not just be like, hey, Calendar Man, here's all the calendars you want. I mean, normally, whenever you see Calendar Man in uh, Arkham and anything, any cartoon or, car or video game or whatever, he is surrounded by calendar shit. They put it all over the walls and so on. It's like they just can't stop him. It's weird that they would be like, 
yeah, that's fine. This seems like a good, healthy thing for this inmate to do. <laughs> like, you know, you see Joker, and Joker's like, oh, he's just in a cell and no one gives him anything because yeah. you can't get near him. And that's fine. But it's like, oh, what's this? He's just calendar man. Who gives a fuck? Let him have some calendars. I think this is supposed to be part of the deal where Arkham is supposed to be a real rehabilitative force, but it really isn't. It's this corrupt, shitty place that was established by weirdos for weird reasons. And every time you go there, they're like, oh, yeah, where's uh, where's the ventriloquist? Oh, we put him in the puppet room. Yeah, it's right next to the garden where Poison Ivy is all, uh, always is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's... There are definite choices in this. Yeah. The fucking point where at the end of this, all of the prisoners get released and you're like, why was Bane hooked up to a suit full of venom to begin with? Like (laughs) they pull the switch to open the doors and it just makes him Hulk out. I'm like, why would you do that? I don't remember. Why would sure. that even be a thing in his room? I don't even remember for sure if this is the case in the video games or not, because he shows up in the first video game, the Arkham, uh, Arkham yeah. Asylum game, and I think it's the same deal where he's got the Venom. I think it's because he'll die if he doesn't have it, but I'm not sure. But why would it be like, oh, we're going to put him on like a small IV drip yeah, you think of they give Venom? Him the Instead methadone of, equivalent, yeah. Yeah, but he wouldn't have like, oh, I've got of... a harness with three big tubes yeah. going into me. <laughs> well, you know, only one of them is Venom. We've cut him back quite a bit. The other two were just lime Kool-Aid. Uh, <laughs> way worse for you. <laughs> It'll kill him a lot quicker. Anyway, there's a lot of problems with Arkham. We will get into it when we actually get there. Yeah, for now, he just gets, he, he's ta- he's trying to taunt Waller. And Waller eventually calls him out by just being like, yeah, I've just been Googling these riddles. These are stupid. What are you, what, what are you even doing? <laughs> yeah, look, I've got Google like everyone else. Your gimmick is bad. Yeah, your gimmick is bad and you should feel bad. Maybe you should look into hiding trophies every fucking tiny little cr- <laughs> cranny <laughs> in a building. A bunch building. of little question marks yeah, all over the city. Just get those all over the place. And then later, when you when you move on beyond that, build a bunch of underground race car tracks. <laughs> <laughs> get a hobby, is seems, what I'm saying. That seems right for you. <laughs> But yeah, she eventually is like, also, I've just been talking to you, waiting for my goons to get there, so Mm. go get them, goons. And indeed, generic goons show up, and they get him, or would. Yeah, except this is a weird moment where Batman shows up and beats up up like 50 U.S. government goon types, like soldier dudes, just so he can ask the Riddler a quick question. Yeah. Dude, I thought this is a movie where he, he establishes that he has no working relationship with Waller. Because yes. you'd think he'd just be like, hey, can I ask him a question real quick? Yo, I know you want this guy, but I need to ask him about something real fast. Yeah. Let me, so let me get like 20 seconds with Riddler real, real quick, and then I'll give him back to you. That's a straight up standard Batman and Waller situation where he just goes, I need five minutes. You know, it's it. But instead, well, he's you've like, got two. Yeah, exactly. Instead, he's just like, I'll just beat up all your all your dudes. Just beat them up one by one. And then the last dude will turn out to be like a lieutenant in dudeness. Which is so fucking stupid where it's like. All right, here's a bunch of guys. All right, I run around and I I punch them and I'm Batman. And then the last one is like, oh, I'm going to straight up like get punches in on Batman and beat him up a little. I'm like, no, you're not. You're some asshole. You don't do that. <laughs> yeah, but in that game, every once in a while, someone would just mess you up all of a sudden. You're like, oh, shoot, I forgot. Or oh, I, yeah, I, I forgot. I, I have to wait until you attack and then block and then hit you. Yeah, I didn't press the triangle button to counter at the exact right moment, so he gets to punch me once. <laughs> It's why translating the game to a thing is like, no, Batman fucked up because I'm not Batman, not because Batman is bad. <laughs> Watching it when it's just Batman is like, 
why is this random chode punching Batman in the face? But this, this fight, is stupid. The fight goes on way too long, but obviously he eventually dispatches this dude. Riddler tries to sneak away through a vent, but he gets caught. And Batman's just like, where is it? Where is he hiding it? And you're like, obviously we're not going to know what that is yet because it's part of the setup of the thing. He has no idea. Yeah. Riddler doesn't know. Uh, and so he just leaves him there. And this pisses off Amanda Waller, who immediately, I, I got to say, I, like I was saying before, it's almost worse that they got CCH Pounder to come back for this version of Amanda Waller. Yeah. Where instead of looking like a real person, she looks like a, like a, like a like, mon- She looks like Kingpin from yeah. Spider-Verse. Yeah, she does. <laughs> and where she immediately, when, when all the cameras get shut down, she goes, I'm declaring code ultraviolet. <laughs> Assemble Task Force X. So you're like, ultraviolet's a shitty name. Just, just. Red is your highest. I mean, list. you already have a code name. It's yeah. Task Force X. You, you don't need to tell us that it's above red or whatever the fuck. And you're like, it's ultraviolet. Code Ooh. ultraviolet. Yeah. Get Task Force X in here on super top secret. This is w- more secret than red. Okay, I, gumshoes. I, I declare code immortal evil eagles. <laughs> what? What are you talking about? Uh, so, but yeah. Open file double cobras. <laughs> Ultra blue. <laughs> but but yeah. And then we cut into our, our uh, animated, oh, well, it's all animated, our opening sequence where we're introducing Suicide Squad guys. Yeah. And each one of them has music, which leads to the worst part of this, which is the way that they actually treat Harley in this in this movie. Like, if you want to watch a slightly more adult and yet still actually funny Batman movie with Harley in it, then and it's got to be a cartoon, then do Batman and Harley Quinn. It's stupid, but there's jokes. <laughs> Yeah, this... Here there's just clown music. Lacks a lot of things. I'll say that. Yeah. (laughs) This is not a good Harley. No. Voice acting's fine. It's okay. But uh, Also, I don't like... I prefer the... Like the James Gunn King Shark or the Flash King Shark where it's like, this is a big shark man. Yeah. Whereas this this is like, oh, it's almost Killer Croc level. It's a big buff guy. It's just a weird dude. He's just a weird dude with a weird cyborg face. Yeah. he, He looks like he's from Gotham. No, he he has fucking like jaws from James Bond jaws. Yes, it's not a it's and there's a there, he doesn't seem to have a shark fin, but there are shots of him in the water where all you can see is his shark fin. You're like, what is that from? Yeah, he's got a mohawk. Yeah, <laughs> Killer Frost is pretty standard. Like, yeah, it's, yeah, it, it's uh, the Louise Lincoln Lincoln version, and it's fine. Um, also, I, movie fails that Bechdel test as Harley Quinn and Killer Frost never exchange words with each other. Yeah, I think they literally never have a line that's directed no, to one of the, they from one of the other. they never talk. Yeah. <laughs> the closest you get to a Bechdel, even, even it still fails because they're talking about the Riddler, is the scene where Amanda Waller contacts Killer Frost directly. Yeah. That's the closest you get. Hey, I need you to go find a man. <laughs> find and kill a man. <laughs> well, if, wait, if we're both discussing how it's easy for us to kill this man, does that still not pass the Bechdel? <laughs> <laughs> no, but us discussing the Bechdel test does pass it. <laughs> Uh, uh, Riddler, of course, uh, voiced by the Grey Goobler. Uh, yeah, yeah. His name is Matthew Grey Goobler, yeah, and I cannot is, um, imagine him as anything but another Batman villain. And he's not a member of Suicide Squad. He's captured and sent to Arkham super early in the in the story. That's another question I actually actually had: is why the fuck is Bane in Arkham anyway? Yeah, he's well, not insane. He's got a weird drug condition. <laughs> he should be in some kind of supermax, not not the crazy house. Well, too bad. <laughs> Uh, so, but yeah, the other members of the team are Black Spider, who we see him like killing off a different bad guy and be yeah, like a mob boss uh, yeah. under police protection. Yeah, and then finally, uh, Deadshot just doing cool Deadshot shit. So he, I'm sorry, 
We also get KG Beast here. Yes. Uh, KG Beast, who is rad. Yeah. They do a great, well, they introduce him, you know, not to, not to, uh, tell tales out of school or spoil things super early, but he's the slipknot of this suicide squad. Oh, he can climb anything. He can climb anything. <laughs> but he's, every suicide squad movie has to start with a person who's like, I don't believe you about the neck bombs. I need to do a thing that will get me killed. Yeah. They always have to do that. At least this movie kind of has a sort of sequel. And in that one, there isn't that. There isn't a character who's like, fuck it, I don't believe in the neck bombs. Uh, but yeah, they capture all of them. Uh, some are captured while doing crimes. Like Deadshot was already in prison and making an escape when he gets captured. And Captain Boomerang was just already in prison. Exactly. Just happily, happy to be there. I, I at least appreciate that, that Boomerang is usually a mainstay on, on Suicide Squad stuff because he's a fun character. And I do like that when they all wake up in a room, the... Like, ones that we know are usually on a Suicide Squad team, Harley, Boomerang, Deadshot, are like, ah, goddammit, not this again. <laughs> yes. And but, uh, immediately, like, Harley just sits up and goes, oh, okay. And just, yeah. It just, it like, just gets into a seat. When Waller comes in, she just sits down and is like, ooh, story time. Yeah. Tell me what we're doing. She's okay visually in the background. It's every time she talks that you're like, oh, they didn't write this very well. <laughs> but, you know, Deadshot is supposed to be super observant, so he's immediately like, Oh, why is there all these newbies here? They must be something serious that they're calling in a bunch of, like, absolute new meats. Yeah. This isn't the normal type of squad we get. Why do we have these people I don't know? Yeah. And then Waller comes in. And Waller in this movie is... Normally, Waller, her big deal is that she holds all the cards. Yes. and that's But here, she's, like, aggressively smug about it. It doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't work. Usually, she's just confident. But also... Doesn't mind spilling a lot of very strange information because when she comes in to be like, all right, I formed this suicide squad because you have to go get this uh, thumb drive that is in the little ball on the end of the question mark of Riddler's cane, mm -hmm. which is being held in Arkham. Mm -hmm. And it and then instead of saying, and that's the job, full stop, I'm not going to tell you why she's like, oh, because Riddler hacked us and has all of the information on anyone who has been or is a prospective member of Task Force X. Yeah. And he's going to threaten to leak it to the internet. What's weird to me is that Deadshot doesn't immediately pick that up as a fake reason. Like, there, there's no way Amanda Waller doesn't have official legal easy channels to get to the evidence lockups in the bottom of Arkham. Yeah. If the she whole wants, thing is yeah. she's like, oh, we're the U.S. government. And, like, you wouldn't be able to go... Hey, I need his cane. He stole something from the U.S. government. Yeah. So the, the fact that Deadshot doesn't, you know, it doesn't even register visibly, but not say like, that's bullshit. There's a secondary reason we're doing this. Ugh. Like you, you could easily just call your fucking Amanda Waller. You could just call Arkham. Yeah. Just be like, Arkham, I need this cane. Yeah. But anyway, you know, half the groups, you, uh, again, I like Boomerang because he's just like, hey, years off my sentence and I get fresh air. You can do this as often as you want. Yeah, this is great. But, I love going out into the field. It's better than sitting in prison. Yeah, but meanwhile, KG Beast is like, I have things to do. I don't believe you. I am Soviet and I will not do this. Duh. Yeah. <laughs> so he walks out and uh, gets his head blown up immediately. Yep. Off. Because all the head blow ups are just these clean head falls offs. It's great. <laughs> it's weird because it's. Like, Except it's King Shark doesn't, yeah, but yeah. Yeah, but when we see it, then it's still a clean head gone. Yeah. Because it's like, oh no, just the head explodes. Yes. And it's really not an explosive in the neck. It's like an explosive that then causes your entire head to swell. Well, well, it looks like, yeah, his head all swells up, but then it's just lying there. 
after the explosion. You can still see his head. And it's the same thing with when uh, another person character in this, his head blows up, and they just then, then another character who was in the scene just picks up his perfectly fine head and looks at it. You're like, wait, didn't that just blow up? Like I thought you, I thought they like all swolly explodey. Nope. It just blows up the neck in a perfect line to decapitate you. Yes. So I guess just don't worry about it. But their whole mission, they got to get into Arkham and they're going to go meet up with a power broker to get them in. And it's the penguin. Yeah. Just so we can use, cause we have the penguins voice actor from the video game. And that way we can show you his weird look from that where he's got like one of uh, his monocle is like jammed into his eye. Yes. Yeah. Um, and they weirdly have him eating a giant pile of fish, which I don't think he does in those games. I think he's just like a short little mob boss man with an no, ice theme. The the weird thing is they really mashed it up with his introduction in this has the same look and actions as when we introduced the Danny DeVito penguin yeah. from Batman Returns. Yeah. It's a weird choice. It's just like, oh, we're going to mash these two up for some reason. Yeah. So uh, then they, uh, they, she walks out of the room after she's like, "Great, I agree to share, shave some time off your sentence." If you, and again, like I was saying earlier, this is the version of Amanda Waller I don't care for, where she's just constantly threatening them. She, you know, she's like, "Hey, if you even answer a question too slow, I'll blow your goddamn head off." And everyone's just like, "Yeah, yeah, whatever, let's get this done." She's like, "Great, I'm out of the room, gas them." And then she has them knocked unconscious, and then they wake up in individual boxes that are dropped on Gotham from an airplane. And it's just so she can threaten them again. And one of the worst things about this is they are all, when they initially wake up, they're all strapped to seats yeah, that are going room. to be in boxes that event that will close and drop out of a plane. Except for Black Spider, who's like, oh, I'm free and I can put a neck or put a knife to your neck and yeah. be like, ooh, I'll fucking cut your throat if you try anything. Yeah. Why are you not strapped down? Yeah, that's what right. What the fuck happened there? I think it was Boomerang or something. It was like, oh, I'm going to I'm gonna go commit crimes or something because I'm Captain Boomerang, I is. Oh, I'm going to kill the Flash. A and, uh, and he's like, <laughs> <laughs> bye, crikey. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Zipper, we got to kill the Flash. He's got all the cheese. Oh, oh Boomerang Jack. <laughs> <laughs> He's got to go back, back to the past. Oh, Monterang. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, he's one hand free. I assume it's just because he's a Batman level ninja. It's not ninja. even one hand free. Oh, he literally loose. is standing next to him. And then when they're like, all right, we're going to go drop you. He just walks back to his seat, sits down, and then the straps go over him. And I'm like, what? Why? Well, he's a Batman level ninja. I assume he just picked the locks and got out. <laughs> And I assume that De Deadshot, who probably uh, this in this movie is competent enough to do that, even though he's supposed to just be like a sniper man, uh, just didn't because he was like, yeah, I'm not going to fuck with Waller's stuff unless there's a reason. <laughs> I, I, I know better. I know how this works. Uh, and then this is also in this little bit where we establish that Harley is horny for Deadshot. Uh, it's so annoying. For some reason, Frost is kind of horny for Killer Shark. King, yeah, she thinks King Shark is super cool at first, but she gets increasingly horny for him throughout the movie. Uh, and in this scene, yeah, she just thinks he's neat because he's got these huge chompy teeth. Uh, there is a part where he tries to eat her when they're all when they, when he wakes up on the floor in the in the the Task Force X briefing room. He just goes, "Well, I'm awake. Time to eat a human." And he just grabs her by the foot, and she like freezes him and knocks him over and jumps on him to kill him. And, and uh, he's like, wait, don't, no, no, come on. And, and she's like, great, yeah, leave me alone. And then they kind of establish that these two are a thing. Yeah. Uh, but in this scene, it's because 
while they're falling, Waller takes forever to deploy their chutes so she could be like, yes, put this moment in your mind, vigilantes. This is because I hold your lives in my hand. You're like, God damn it. You've already, you blew up KG Beast. <laughs> they watched a man's head blow up. We don't need this. We're up to speed already. How many more of these are there? Especially because they deploy and Killer Frost's uh, chute snaps off and she ends up like grabbing on to King Shark and he like holds her so she doesn't get crushed when they land. Yeah, he basically he absorbs the fall so she doesn't die. And she's like, ooh, nice moves, Shark. So we, we now we have established that she has a crush on King Shark, which is hilarious because King Shark in this is giant, gray, has cyborg face, is dumb. <laughs> <laughs> he has one moment in this where he's actually smart. It's, it, there's a part where, where they're all trying, what the fuck do we do now? This camera footage is going to catch us everyone in there. And he just keeps saying, run yesterday's feed. And they're like, no, you don't understand. We can't do we can't do anything. Now Batman's definitely going to see us. He's just sitting in the back. Run yesterday's feed again. <laughs> uh, they uh, they get to the Penguin. We get a nice little thing where Penguin hates Harley Quinn because apparently her and the Joker like stole one of his trucks full of stuff and like dumped it in the river at some point. Yeah, his cigars or something. And so he wants to kill her. But Deadshot talks him down by just being respectful of class. He's just like, hey, man, you're an old school, wipe down your shoes, cool supervillain. I respect that. Well, it's it's all you don't want it to get out that someone paid you for protection and then you just murdered them anyway. That's bad for business. You'll look like a shitty businessman. Yeah. And he's like, oh, get her out of my sight then. I'll never work with you guys again. I'm going to eat 50 moldy fish. (laughs) And he sends them upstairs where they can they have these rooms. We're above the iceberg lounge in some rundown warehouse, but he has all of their equipment. And this is the scene where we establish that Deadshot, who was supposed to use rubber bullets... Yeah, we want to keep deaths to a minimum. He's not going to use rubber bullets because he's edgy. Uh. And we also see everyone suiting up in their real costumes, which mostly is just shots to show the girls naked from the back. Yeah. Uh, There's a lot of that in this movie. Any chance to get their tops off, we take. Yep. Um, I mean, immediately after they get all of their stuff together... Fucking, there's a scene of Harley being like, and now Deadshot, let us have sexual relations. And he's like, God damn it, what, why? And then it turns out, no, she's kind of hot. So he's like, eh, I ah, guess. Fucking, why not? I, I guess. And that establishes my least favorite running joke in this, which is her yelling Yahtzee every time she, like, has an orgasm. It's a weird catchphrase that she's like, oh, yeah, she'll just say Yahtzee for that. And then anytime something good happens, and then we establish that Joker says it. And I'm like, that made me feel way more uncomfortable about it. I was only okay with when the Joker said it, because I was like, oh, that's where she got it. You know, it was like, oh, we both say it. Fine. That's something. That's kind of a bit, I guess. But every time she says it, she's it's because she either just like pulled off a cool kill or she just came. So you're like, ah, oh, this is, un- I- I'm not. Yeah. Although apparently the Deadshot Harley Quinn sex thing was from the new 52 comics. I'm sure. That actually did happen. I'm sure. It, I, I, it's not even like it's a bad idea. I mean, hell, she, in the other Harley Quinn and Batman movie I recommended, she hooks up with Nightwing. Ah. And I, I just don't like this movie's writing. Yeah. The, uh, the other interesting thing, uh, when he is in the iceberg lounge, and, like, he has a scene of him and Boomerang having a who-can-aim-better-off. Yes, yeah, the two uh, of them have a rivalry. They're also playing a techno remix of the Batman Beyond theme is the background music. <laughs> and I was like, hey, hey, I know that. <laughs> nice. Good job. Yeah, the uh, they try and establish a, a professional rivalry between Boomerang and Deadshot, but it doesn't work because they're trying to establish Deadshot as, like, 
a top level DC mega. They're basically trying to death stroke him. Yes. Except they're just stroking him off instead. <laughs> and, and it doesn't work because Boomerang is regular. So he's just, he doesn't stand up to Deadshot at all. He's better at Boomerang stuff than Boomerang is. Uh, it's, it's just weird to have one of those scenes where it's like, oh, we're going to have a thing where we play darts. And I'm like, why would you specifically say, hey, Deadshot, let's play darts? Because he is also supposed to have perfect aim, except he doesn't do very well in the darts game. No, he does a thing where he does like, a, oh, I'll throw it over my back and manages to get not a bullseye, just in the like 20 point triangle and you're like okay fine yeah and then deadshot does what you would expect which is he throws it at the bar and it bounces off a million things and then hits the dead the, the bullseye it's just that shit it's they end up it it ends up in a scene where boomerang tries to pull the same angling shot but really he's just trying to hit deadshot in the eye yeah and deadshot just punches him and walks he away catches it throws it into a bullseye and punches it yes we establish that he is a badass Great. all right sure and then I guess Killer Shark gets, or King Shark gets his piece of equipment. He was missing his teeth. Yeah, because I guess before it was just metal Studs. around his mouth, and yeah. now he actually can put sharp teeth in his metal bits. Yeah. Great. So now it's time for their plan, which their plan is basically someone has to infiltrate Arkham, which means someone need, with a record needs to get arrested and sent back to Arkham. This is obviously a job for Harley Quinn. Yeah. She's been there. Like, all the rest of the team are not arkham regulars she has been there a ton yeah not only you know working there but also as a prisoner and she's you know the most likely to if you catch them be sent immediately to arkham whereas like oh if you caught killer frost you wouldn't send her to arkham she would go to like supermax plus you'd wonder what the hell she's doing in gotham city in the first place exactly you like, like get you back to wherever you fight whoever your villain is i don't even know who that is <laughs> who do you fight can't be can't be Flash. There can't be two ice villains. No, he's already him, got right? Captain Cold, so it's got to be someone. Is it Superman? Does Superman fight Killer Frost? I don't know. Maybe she's just a Justice League villain. <laughs> she's just around. Yeah. She does work. <laughs> I don't know who King Shark fights either. I, that one, I assume, is Batman. Uh, I don't know. I, I Part of me wants to really look it up. Ooh, her first appearance was Firestorm, so that makes sense. It explains why we didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> Firestorm's mostly for me is the character I confuse with Firestar, who is the character I confuse with with Starfire. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess she is a regular Firestorm villain then. Okay, sure. Why not? I Whatever. like her. I, I've always liked her as a character. She was great on that Justice League and uh, Unlimited show. Yeah, she's and, fine. Yeah. I mean, they definitely didn't do her especially nice justice on, on The Flash, where they changed her whole backstory so that they wouldn't have to pay someone. Oh, uh, God. <laughs> I Look, we're not going to get into the Flash show right now, because I both love and hate that show. <laughs> is that going to be another TV mastery? It is very close. In the, it's in the same realm for me as Smallville, where I'm like, God, this show is terrible, and I fucking love it. I don't know how you would do that for a TV mat. Even if you were like, let's just watch the finales of all the seasons, you'd be like, wow, fuck, uh, fucking Reverse Flash was the villain fully half, half the time. Them. Yes. yes. Half of the finales are fucking reverse flash and they are filming the last one. And I have to assume he's going to be in the last one too. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe in the, in the end of the last one, he'll just be one of the people on stage when they all go like, folks, we had a lot of fun here. <laughs> Guys, let me, let me ask you something. We have a good time. But the important thing is don't mess with the speed force. And if you think your kids are experimenting with the speed force too, 
talk, talk to, to your kids. kids about Speed Force before someone else does. Before it's too late. Before you know it, they're going to go back in time and Wonder Woman's going to be fighting Aquaman. It's bad for everybody. <laughs> uh, so the plan is to get Harley captured. And so they drop her off at a toy store where she just breaks in and goes running around looking for dolls. Yeah. When and Batman finds her. I really hate her outfit in this. There's something about the... I know Harley Quinn always has those Harlequin dangles, but in this one, they're trying to make them go way more down than up, and they just look weird. They look She looks like a Twi'lek. Yeah, the, the weird thing for them in this is that they do, like, a full, like, out to the side and then angle down at, like, a right angle. Yeah. It's very weird they, looking. They doesn't look right. But anyway, she's in there messing around with dolls, and unfortunately, she doesn't first attract the local police. She gets Batman. So, and, Bat- you know, Batman, again, is like, where is it? I know he probably told you everything. Blah, blah, blah. Where is it? Where's the Joker? And she's like, I don't know. I'm probably in Arkham. Well, it's not where's the Joker. It's yeah. where is it? Where, where did he put it? She's like, oh, you mean Mr. J? He doesn't tell me anything anymore. We broke up. He's He's got like caches of shit all over. I don't know half of them. You know this. This is from the Arkham games. You know he has 50 fucking hideouts. Yeah. I don't know fucking anything. <laughs> yeah. And he just keeps roughing her up. Then and, why are you here? I just wanted this doll before it came out. Right, so it was before it got sold out. And he's like, whoa. And he like looks at her with his truth-o vision. Yeah, he's got the <laughs> the heart monitor truth vision. And it's like, she is telling the truth. She did want this doll. I'm like, dude, that thing doesn't going to fucking work on Harley Quinn. What, right? What, what, who are you joking me with? <laughs> who, who, who are you trying to joker me? Yeah, that's not going to work on Harley Quinn. She, the thing, that's another thing about her that bothers me in this movie. We establish that she's a regular at Arkham. Like, she likes everything about an Arkham and is happy to be there. But this movie doesn't have one line from her about how she used to work here. There is no, this, it does. Th- does it have a psychiatrist line? I thought it had, I, I, most of, there's she, a point th- where they're trying to get in somewhere and she knows the password. Oh, it's always the, the warden's birthday backwards. It's like, why do you know that? Oh, cause I worked here. Yeah, I guess that's fair. She worked here, but normally you get the psychiatrist stuff from her. Oh yeah. It, it, you it, even it, get a joke based on that where it's like, oh, a guy who uses his main weapon as boomerangs as a psychiatrist. I can tell you, you have problems letting go. Yeah. And I was like, hey, a joke. No, you said a right. joke. You're right. She did, but it's bad. <laughs> I really would have preferred it if she'd been like, as a psychiatrist, I can tell you, a person who uses boomerangs as a weapon, Australian stereotype. (laughs) Come on, man. It's like you're throwing crocodiles at people. What are you doing? (laughs) Have you considered changing your name to Knifey Spoonie? So, yeah, she gets put in, and then everyone else is going to insert themselves into Arkham in various goofy little ways. Yeah, Deadshot is is the guard escorting her into Arkham. Yeah, he takes out one of the police officers that manages to get her and then takes her into Arkham. Black Spider dresses up as a doctor and tries to use a code that needs other people to go in first and hack a, a line so that his code card will no, work. No, he's, he's a chef. Oh, is he a chef? I thought he was like in a doctor outfit. Okay, no. he's a chef outfit? Yeah. Yeah, um... I, I guess just because Giancarlo Esposito is playing this entirely in his serious deadpan voice. It's so weird because that was the thing with it where he shows up and it's like he's in a I work in the kitchen outfit. Yeah. And tries to go in and it's not recognizing his ID. But then he's just like, yes, I'm Giancarlo Esposito. I need this job. Please, you must let me in. Yeah. We're some, he's talking to some security guard who you think would outrank the cooks in the place. But he's like, there must be something you did wrong. Run it again. You I said, run it again. <laughs> you are a corrupt individual and I will kill you. Run it again. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
How, you aren't even acting a little bit like a cook. Uh, I mean, a, maybe a Gus Fring kind of cook. But. <laughs> uh, and Boomerang poses as an EMT who for some reason is bringing a corpse into Arkham from outside of Arkham. Yeah, which is, I, I guess they're a step, they, they want you to think that Arkham is not just an insane asylum, but also like a police forensics laboratory. Like, what? It is way on the outside, like, <laughs> outskirts of Gotham. Yeah. There is no way that this is the most convenient place to take a dead body. <laughs> I don't know. It's been a long time since I played the first game in that series where you wandered around the Arkham the whole time. Maybe it actually had a bunch of like uh, of like a morgue and a bunch of uh, forensic facilities. I'm and so sure on. it probably does for all of the people who die in Arkham. Yeah, but like if an EMT showed up and was like, "Hey, I want to store a dead person here," they'd be like, "Fucking no, that's very weird and suspicious." <laughs> But instead, they are suspicious, but not really because the dead body is Killer Frost, who can be cold and has yeah, no heartbeat. Oh, it looks like a dead body when we do our x-ray scan. And then because this movie is this movie in the DCA universe, one of the AMTs unzips her and is like, ooh, boobies. And you're like, oh, come on, dude. Aren't you like a professional? Aren't you like a little bit of professional? He's like, his eyes light up and he's like, mmm, delicious titties. I work in the morgue, but this lady got titties. You're like, <laughs> come on, man. Don't. <laughs> Don't do that, man. I, 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 I'm supposed to like, based on the fact that Batman knows everyone who works here, I'm supposed to assume he's not, you guys aren't all creeps. Yeah, you'd think. But it seems like he only really knows, like, the front end guards. That's true, yeah. He just knows the people who work and would walk in front of a camera ever. Yeah, he know. well, he knows the people who work, like, the front end where if he was bringing someone in, that that would be who works. Yes, yeah, so... But anyway, you know, uh, Killer Frost, this is just, she, he gets all horned up about Killer Frost boobs just to set up that she's about to kiss him and then freeze him with a kiss. Yeah. It's just Shatter so she like, his head. Yeah, just so she could be like, oh, think my boobs are hot, do you? Well, how about this murder? That's what it's for. <laughs> how about this murder? I mean, given that that's a lot of scenes in this is is either uh, uh, fucking Killer Frost or Harley Quinn being like, hey there, Mr. Guard or person who works at Arkham, get a load of these. <laughs> Say goodbye to these. <laughs> <laughs> and then they get murdered and they're like, yay, I murdered him for looking at my boobs. <laughs> oh, and they... Uh... <laughs> Deadshot is escorting Harley in, but oh no, they have to escort her past Joker, who just has prime open real estate. Yeah, they, it's like they have him in a holding cell before they can put him in his regular room or something, because he's just like out in the middle hallway. It's like the first place you get into once you get past the guard check-in. It's very weird, because they're like, not only is he in like, the very first circle of rooms that you come to. He's the, also the only person there. He's in a full, like, transparent glass casing. And yeah. I'm like, why would you do that? The whole point of the Joker is that he can fuck with people. And you'd be like, oh, let's put him in a place where everyone walks by constantly. Where there's a guard tower right across from him. No, the Joker goes in your deepest, darkest hole behind a steel door with a little tiny grate. And that way, when you walk by, you can hear him going, <laughs> and, and, you know, lightning cracks outside and you see his shadow on the wall. That's what you do with the Joker. You don't put him in the fucking holding room. You don't put He's him like in the, the lobby. He's like the welcome wagon for <laughs> Arkham. He's like, hello, welcome to Arkham. I'm the Joker. <laughs> yeah. 
It's like they stuck him in the little childcare room at the beginning of an Ikea. <laughs> Hello, welcome to Arkham. I've got the best little books to read. <laughs> I've seen every Minions movie. <laughs> Let me talk to you about Minions. <laughs> Mi casa es banana. That's how they talk. I love it. <laughs> it's like Mexican or Spanish, but not really. <laughs> Oh, so yes, she freaks out and shoots a bunch at him. And this is just what Deadshot needs, apparently, because he's got a little device that he needs to hook up that will, like, get all of their credentials in. Yes, he he needs to run a patch into their wiring system so that everyone's credentials will work. Mostly it's just for, for, uh, for Black Spider. Because everyone else I mean, has already snuck in and started murdering it's people. It's also for Boomerang because they don't have this dead body delivery on the system. That's true. And, you know, this isn't... You'd think that the Arkham Asylum would be the kind of place you could always take a dead body to any time of day or night. <laughs> Does it say dead villain storage out front of here? <laughs> well, no, but there's a big shoot. Ugh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Someone just slid Maxi Zeus down here a couple of days ago. <laughs> he gets he gets name dropped in this. That's that's a rarity. Oh yeah, yeah. But uh, once they are all inside, they all meet at a basement that has ocean access, so that King Shark can get in. And normally, it's for Killer Croc, but they're making an exception for King Shark today. If Orca showed up, they'd use it. He'd use this too. <laughs> or I don't know, Ocean Master maybe. Ocean Master raiding Gotham would, or Arkham Asylum would be a very funny comic. <laughs> I am Orm, the rightful king of Atlantis. What are you doing here? I don't know. <laughs> Weird, right? <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, then they get to kill a guard. Yeah. Because again, Harley Quinn gets to be naked. Yeah. Hooray. Yeah. They're like, we're having a party in here. And then she, they come. He's like, what kind of party? Ooh, I hope it's one of oh, those shit, ones. Oh shit, you're Harley Quinn. Yeah. <laughs> And then she shoots him or something. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe he gets hit with a boomerang. It doesn't matter. It doesn't they've, matter. They've infiltrated Arkham, and uh, Harley Quinn has shot a bunch of bullets into the Joker's little little uh, daycare center, uh, causing him to get really mad about it. And also, she told him, this is why he wants to escape so bad, that she's got herself a new man. Yes. Mr. Mister Deadshot, who I just almost called Deadpool, because that's how much regard <laughs> I got for Deadshot. Uh, and this is part of the thing where he's like wait a minute don't i know you and it's because he hired him in arkham origins yes yeah that's right deadhead shot 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 punk it'll come to me it's that kind of shit i get it i know (laughs) but now he's grumpy because someone is touching his favorite goyle (laughs) nobody touches my stuff yes exactly um and now we're just running around fucking Arkham. I can tell you everything that's happening here, but it's not that interesting. Uh, they they have to they they have to get past some guards. They have a problem where the cameras are lighting up, and as we said earlier, they run the the yesterday's footage at King Shark's suggestion. Yeah, which ordinarily almost any other incarnation of King Shark would be like, yeah, because King Shark's a rad, cool, interesting character. Like the current Harley Quinn show, absolutely. That guy would totally be like, hey, you should run yesterday's footage. I'm a helpful suggesting guy. <laughs> I'm like, a fun person to have around. I'm Ron Funches. <laughs> Uh, um, but, but, uh, yeah, that's what tips off Batman and draws him to the whole scene as well. Yeah. Cause he's sitting there like, it was weird. Harley Quinn wanted to get arrested. Let me check in. They had a yellow alert at Arkham. Wait a minute. That's Mark working at the front desk. He doesn't work Friday crew. This is yesterday's footage. 
Yeah, and he goes heads off. That's another chance for them to work in a cameo as well, because we only cut it back to him after he takes out Victor Zaz. Yes. Which <laughs> Okay, sure. Sure, why not? Work Zaz in. It's fine. <laughs> I, Love that he casually, he's just like, God damn it, Zaz, I don't have time for this yeah. shit tonight. He's like, I'm not in the mood, Zaz. <laughs> but he just does the, from, I forget, I think it's from the original 89 Batman where he shoots yes. the grappling hook into a brick wall and then pulls the brick into the back of his head. You can technically do it in at least one of those Arkham games as well. But here, amazingly, we don't get the part where Zaz goes, you missed, or whatever. We get nothing. A shot, pulls backwards, bonks him, knocks him unconscious. Just turns and walks away past the police. Doesn't even comfort the lady or whatever. He's just like, I'm done. Moving on. It's like, God damn it. I have so much shit to do today. See, his whole deal is that the Joker has stolen a dirty bomb. There's a dirty bomb in Gotham and he doesn't know where it is. Yes. And unlike his usual uh, 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 plan, which would just be to break into Arkham and interrogate the Joker... Uh, he's running around Gotham asking every villain he comes across. Yeah, because it's not, I mean, it's not like the Joker's going to give him anything. If you go to interrogate the Joker, the Joker is just going to laugh at you. Yeah, but he usually gives you some kind of clue that maybe you can figure out later. I'm like the Riddler right now, Batman. No, no the Riddler is just like one tiny aspect of, this is why the Riddler sucks. He's just like one little bit of Joker material. <laughs> he's just like a little part of what Joker brings it to the turns show. out that riddles are just jokes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm you, but better. <laughs> yeah. And I came first. What is the point of you? <laughs> uh, so, yes, uh, he discovers, oh, shit, something's going down at Arkham and he drives back. Meanwhile, they have managed to they have an entire scene where they fight a bunch of guards that is literally only there so that Deadshot can be like, I'm in charge here, and you'd all die without me, because I'm Mr. Big Shot. <laughs> yeah, he really does have this moment where he's like, you really think you would have survived a second in here without me? And then Harley Quinn's like, whoa, calm down, Puddin'. And he's like, don't call me Puddin'. And, and like throws her into King Shark. And, and so now now the relationship has soured, Ooh, it, no. a, allowing for Mr. J to come back into her life. Uh, they go to the storage where they're going to go find the cane that they are ostensibly looking for. But <laughs> Waller has talked to Frost and is like, hey, uh, you've got another job that I just want you to do. Yeah. And it's to go murder Nigma. Yeah. Go kill Riddler uh, because obviously he knows about the dirty bomb and he did get pe- pull a bunch of information on. on I task- mean, it doesn't matter about the dirty bomb. She doesn't give a she, fuck. Yeah. It's just not he- only does he have it on a thumb drive. The whole point of Riddler is he's super smart. So he is almost certainly memorized everything on it. Yes. Yeah, so she's like, just go kill him. We can't have him alive. We're cleaning. Yeah, it's the a no- liability. Yeah. The notion that this isn't an assassination is, is uh, this is the thing. This is why I, I was like, Deadshot should have called bullshit from the, the moment Waller opened her mouth. He should have been like, you don't need us to go recruit something from a basement. Yeah. You could, you could have picked any random person to break into Arkham's basement. Huh? Fucking the creeper could have done that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they go find a bunch of stuff in there as well, including a couple little references to, uh... Yeah, the King Shark looking through the evidence and doing, like, a ventriloquist, Maxi Zeus, who are these fucking chodes? And then uh, Harley Quinn finds her old giant hammer, which is coincidentally where the dirty bomb is, but also when she's throwing things out of the box, you see the clown mask from Dark Knight, mm-hmm. and you also see the... Uh, Joker fish from the animated series. Yeah, and the and uh, the ventriloquist, the Scarface dummy is in here as well. But also, we have a scene of Killer Frost finding uh, Mr. Freeze's old stuff. Yeah. Ooh, Mr. Freeze's gun, which is 
the dumbest fucking thing to me. You are a frost-powered meta. It's like the human torch being super happy he found a flamethrower. Like, <laughs> no, this is nothing. Well, okay, this would be like Mark, the human look torch. what they need to <laughs> copy a fraction of our powers. Well, here's the problem. I would say, you're absolutely right. I'm not saying you're wrong. She doesn't need that gun, even though she immediately starts using it for a couple of minutes. But really what it should be is just that she's excited to find, like, the most famous cold villains stuff. It should be a fangirl moment where she's like, holy shit, Mr. Freeze is a fucking legend. Oh, yeah. In, in the cold base circles, it's Mr. Freeze above everybody. He's bigger than Captain Cold. He's bigger than Jack Frost. He's the biggest one. I can't, uh, I, I would, it's like if Human Torch found the robot original Human Torch. Exactly. He'd be like, well, this thing is stupid, but at least it's really neat. No, it would be fine if she was like, oh, that's fucking awesome. Freeze's gun and neat. But she's like, oh, I want to use this. Yeah. But you have those powers. Yeah. And they're better than his powers. Her and her she fr- can barely lift it. It yeah. takes King Shark, like, picking it up and holding it for her, for her to get a handle on this thing. And I'm like, why not just give it to King Shark and be like, hey. You don't have ranged powers. Have a freeze gun. Yeah, and plus that would establish for any future Arkham properties that you like to tote around big guns <laughs> instead of using your cool shark abilities. Uh, uh, <laughs> and then Batman shows up and beats the shit out of everyone. Yeah, he just pops through and starts get, getting his big six-way fight with all of them, uh, which eventually results in people. I love that people are pulling out all kinds of various weapons from other uh, villains, because they're in the evidence locker anyway. Yeah. Like, there is a scene of someone swinging a fucking, the, the Scarface puppet at Batman. Yes. And hitting him with it. Uh, and just a bunch of shit is being set off all over the place as he gets thrown through all these various things. He's taken out Captain Boomerang, which is great, because Captain Boomerang is a rogue for a much bigger superhero. Yeah. Like, I'm not a more famous one, but I feel like if he can put up a threat to the Flash. <laughs> but, no, Batman's like, you're useless i'm going to punch you in the face and you're gonna fall down and he's like too right (laughs) (laughs) hope i don't see you again all right i'm out (laughs) that was my time thank you (laughs) and he just beats the shit out of everyone but then has a little fight with black spider and then there's Smoke. smoke there's smoke and out comes black spider with batman's utility belt and they're like holy shit you beat up batman the spoils of war you're definitely not batman in black spider's outfit <laughs> that would be crazy that's silly and, by the way the reason there was smoke was because uh deadshot found a, a bazooka in there somewhere yeah, found a fucking rocket launcher but he couldn't hit him with it he's fucking deadshot yeah well it's a rocket not a bullet <laughs> i guess that's fair uh so yeah they but but during this fight killer frost sneaks off yes and it turns out that the reason amanda waller actually wants the riddler is not for anything else because they open up the cane and there's nothing in there Mm -hmm. it's because riddler found out how to disable the bombs in the suicide squad neck yeah it turns out he had been sent on a previous task force x mission and had just cut the or figured out a way to get the bomb out of his own neck and then just fucked off and when she found out, she slammed her kill my my hostage or my kill my uh, my people button, and it didn't kill him. Yeah, so and she he... is like, oh, I can't have someone that knows how to disable the bombs. That's bad for business. Yeah, and that's definitely why he was calling her at the beginning of the movie, just to, just to tell her a bunch of riddles and shit, because he was just like, I'm alive. You can't kill me. There's nothing you can do. I'm the great goobler. <laughs> I'm Batman's inspiration for all of his goobling years. <laughs> Remember in the 60s when he did all that goobling? Get on your knees and start goobling, I'd say. (laughs) 
Whatever happened to the Bagoobly? <laughs> uh, and so Killer Frost doesn't kill him because obviously he has all of this information. Mm-hmm. So the team heads off to go get their bombs out. And meanwhile, the Jokers managed to escape because the bullets that Harley shot opened up part of his wall and he found some wiring to let himself out. Yeah, so the Joker gets away. Now, right around this time, the Batmobile loses a wheel. <laughs> and weirdly enough, Robin lays an egg? <laughs> Strange Arkham Universe lore here. Yeah, she when, when, uh, when Harley shot her gun into his little room, she knocked up a wall panel and he immediately... He's like, oh, I can just use any wires behind here to open the door. <laughs> if to any this. wire touches any other wire, I'm free. <laughs> and now I can just walk around. Uh, but meanwhile, our heroes have to cross a big bridge over a giant open exposed chasm because Arkham is in that same part of, of the Gotham area as the Bat Cave where there's just giant open endless chasms. Yeah. We oh, know, but they're in Arkham City everywhere. We know this. Yeah. And, you know, just like everything... OSHA does not exist in Gotham no City. Rails. There's no guardrails here on the giant open chasm bridge. So they are planning to send their biggest, most bulletproof person across to kill all the guards on the other side shooting guns at them, but he won't go because King Shark is afraid of heights. Yeah, so instead it, their solution is to blindfold him and have him run across with Killer Frost on his back. Like riding his back. And you'd think he'd be like, no, I remember the heights. I still know it's there. King Shark has object permanence. I'm not King Parrot. You can't put a blanket on me and make me think it's nighttime. Although I do think it's nighttime because it is. And I'm <laughs> also, gonna, I'm sleeping. I'm going to go to bed. <laughs> Uh, but yes, they managed to make it in there, and it turns out the key to getting the bombs out of your neck is electro shop shock because it shorts out the bomb. Yeah, and it's just another excuse in this movie for all the people in the team to be like, oh, I don't want to do that, ew. Except for Harley, who's like, hooray! That's like flossing your brain! It's a shiatsu massage for your brain! Yeah, and Black Spider, who of course is definitely not just Batman in a Black Spider costume, is like, I'll go second. I will watch the window to see if anyone comes. I'll keep comes. watch to make yeah. sure nobody comes in here. I and see many police you. and choppers. <laughs> <laughs> there are policemans. We must work. Yeah, I know he was Giancarlo Esposito the whole way through, but but his his uh, flat affect that he was doing his Black Spider kept making me think this was Michael Dorn. Huh? Which wouldn't be that weird. Dorn did a number of voices for the JLU. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it works on everyone. Except for King Shark, because his skin is so thick that the electroshock doesn't penetrate enough. So when Waller figures out, oh, wait a minute, they're all in the medical bay, they figured it out, hits the button to kill everyone, and it only kills King Shark and Black Spider, who is currently he's dressed somewhere. as Batman. He's somewhere else. I love that not only did, the, in the 30 seconds that they were in that uh, that smoke, or like 10 seconds, not only did Batman knock out Black Spider, who is a competent, trained fighter, but also switch both their outfits. Like, it wasn't enough to just leave him near the bat suit, but he also had to put him in it. Yep. Which is just mean. Uh, but, but yeah, that means the problem is that Black Spider, who was definitely not Batman, his head didn't blow up. But that said, I do want to mention that... Uh, that when Waller notices that she just thinks she's getting screwed with. She hears the electroshock noise and she's like, they're trying to fuck with me. And then she goes, no one screws the wall and smacks the body like Jesus Christ. The catchphrases. First of all, it should be no one gets over the wall. And also, why are you calling yourself the wall? <laughs> yeah, no one calls. That's what other people might call you if you like pretend like pretended you wanted a cool nickname. Yeah, that's I mean- the best way you could get that to happen. I could see people being like, oh, yeah, we call Amanda Waller the wall behind her back mm-hmm. because 
she's a hard ass. Yeah. But no one says it to her face well, because she is a hard ass. In this movie, she has no choice because she is running a one-woman operation. We never see a single person working for her or with her. Yep. Uh, but then, you know, as soon as King Shark's head blows up, they're like, wait a minute, why didn't Black Spider's head blow up? Riddler's the one who's like, well, didn't you figure it out? That's Batman. Yeah, he's like, he starts laughing. He's like, that's Batman. That's obviously Batman. What is wrong with you people? And now there's a big fight happening because, uh, well, everyone had to take off all their cool wrist-mounted weapons and boomerangs and shit to sit and in the electric chairs. And then Joker fucking comes in with bombs and guns and is like, my tanks and my bombs and my guns. <laughs> it's me, and I brought enough party favors for everyone. And he starts shooting at everybody. He hits a bunch of people, too. He straight up is is uh, is a force to be reckoned with in this. Oh, yeah. I mean, throwing a ton of tiny little bombs and shooting a bunch of guns when everyone is currently strapped to chairs... Not a good time for everyone else. Yes, so everyone has to break out and hide from the Joker, and Batman's getting away, and it's just a whole bunch of bull... This movie is a lot of convoluted bullshit. Yes. There's a lot of fights that are just four things happening at once. And they manage to basically get away because they do the thing where, like, Joker is extraordinarily deadly physically for some reason, Yes, he's and a, Batman runs away from he's him. He's Battle Joker. Uh, it, it's wild. By the way, the other thing that happened was when, when, uh, the actual black spider in a Batman costume blew up, he was a second or two away from getting headshot by the Joker who was wandering around with a guard's gun anyway. And it has, he has the worst fucking line where his head blows up in front of him and he just goes, I didn't even shoot yet. Best gun ever. You're like, fucking don't, don't no. with, the, with the Joker. Don't, don't, do don't, don't do that. Like maybe with a Nicholson Joker, you could get away with having him say the tip of the day or or hot of the, off the presses eighty nine <laughs> slang. That was a something, I guess. Yeah, if you're gonna be like, ooh, we're gonna reference like a thirty year old Simpsons bit, mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, but not here, not now. Uh, anyway, now everyone's running around. Batman runs away, I think just because he got shot a few times and he needs to regroup and get his head together. Yeah, he needs to go heal and then come back. Yeah. Uh, Everyone at that point ends up basically splitting off. Joker takes Harley. Uh, although when he takes Harley, it's uh, away from it's Boomerang, Harley, and Deadshot that are together, and, and he's Frost. Most, oh, oh, is Frost still with them too? Okay, yeah. but he's like, uh, I don't like new guys touching my stuff, so I'm going. I was going to let the rest of them go. He's like, I don't really care as long as Harley goes with me, whatever. But I am going to kill Deadshot because he. I don't like new guy. Yeah. But and, and then Deadshot's like, go ahead. I counted your bullets. You're out. And once you pull that trigger, I'm going to punch you in the throat, and then I'm going to kick you to death. Wait a minute. I'm not out of bullets? That's terrible. And then he shoots at the ceiling. Oh, I told you I'm not out of bullets. Ah! And then he gets punched in the throat and kicked half to death and run, and escapes down at laundry chute. And this has to be Ki- Boomerang's chance to go, mate. You just out-jokered the Joker. You out-crazied like, the Joker. Just you didn't fucking out-crazy anything. You bluffed. Just put in a full 15-minute sucking Deadshot's dick sequence. Just <laughs> just put it in there. We don't need to ba- dance around it anymore. Have him whip it out and drop it onto a table all heavy. <laughs> uh, but then the three that are left, Boomerang, Frost, and Deadshot, all decide, all right, well, we're going to go our separate ways because Joker comes on a PA and is like, I've got a dirty bomb and I'm going to set it off. Ha ha! Fuck you! Yeah, he doesn't even care. He's like, it's going to kill me for sure. I don't care! Yeah, he's just going to blow up every half a Gotham. This with rape, town needs an enema! Which he's not going to give it a very good enema from Arkham Asylum, which is very far away from town. Yeah, it's why Waller was like, oh, it'll kill 
you know, several hundred thousand people from yeah. the radiation. I was like, that seems light. But no, if you're setting it off at Arkham, yeah, that seems about right. It's right for Arkham. There's several hundred thousand generic goons there. Well, I mean, it's, it's close enough that it'll get part of Gotham and not all of Gotham. I always wonder when, when in the Arkham games, when Batman breaks in and has to beat up like 17 goons in just like orange jumpsuits, what's, what's specifically wrong with them? What's their psychosis that has put them here and not just Blackgate Penitentiary? penitentiary? Uh, it, and the thing is, you would think, oh, because they know Gotham is one of those towns where if you say, cause I'm so crazy, <laughs> they'll be like, all right, send them to Arkham. I guess. <laughs> but you, you would also think, wait a minute, I would way rather be at Blackgate cause Arkham is top to bottom super villains. Yes. It's super <laughs> and villains. Super villains that are specifically murder happy supervillains yeah. you know blackgate you're gonna have like i don't know like black mask maybe or or carmine falcone those guys are gonna keep to themselves yeah as long as you aren't in the supermax area where yeah. they're keeping the super powered villains you're like yeah i fucking go about my day and it's fine it's, maybe captain boomerang hits me with a tray yeah whatever i mean it sucks i don't want to be in blackgate and it's a prism in, Gar- in gotham city it's gonna suck but man you don't have to go like like, I have delusions of grandeur. Put me in fucking Markham. I would prefer to stay very far away from Arkham. Yeah, because the then that has at a special that point, you're like, oh, I know. I'm going to go try and get lunch someday. And st- fucking like the Joker is just going to come up and slit my throat for no reason. Or worst case scenario, you're going to be in a room doing going about your business when all the doors slam either open or shut and Batman is in there. Yeah. And you're like, ah, why, why don't what you think that half of them in all those games would just be like, oh, uh, nope. I, I'm just here for because I have a uh, I'm just here for psychosis, man. I just I'm working through a program. <laughs> I'm going to go sit down in my room. Yeah. But it's the same reason why fucking dudes shoot guns at Superman. Yeah. Where you're like. <laughs> My my man, you know who that is. You know the deal. Why didn't you just go, oops, my B. <laughs> yeah, you got to expect with Super... I, I, I've seen that happen in Superman cartoons sometimes where people are trying to rob a bank or something and when he shows up, they just go, you got me. I thought you might be out of town. <laughs> oops, thought I could get away with it. Don't punch me. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, they're... they're when they break out, they break out in such a way that they flip the uh, the releases, so everyone's loose now. Yeah, Joker lets everyone out, and then the three of them uh, see a helicopter, and they all split up and are individually going to try and get to the helicopter yeah, they, because they're like, I don't want to be here when a bomb goes off. And I hate the two of you so fucking much that I can't just get on that helicopter with you and hash it out later. Yeah, as much as it would be far easier and more likely to succeed if all three of us tried to get that helicopter... It's everyone for themselves and go fuck yourself. Yeah, well, Deadshot hates everyone. And he recently called Captain Boomerang a two-bit D-lister. Yeah. Which I'm like, I'm like, I really wanted him to call him out and be like, yeah, who's your fucking villain? Mine's the Flash. <laughs> we already know hers is Firestorm, who doesn't even count. <laughs> I don't even remember who that is. Is that that guy who can do the thing where he changes the molecular structure of things by making that old Adam symbol go over them? I don't remember. She's like, no, I don't really either. <laughs> you know, it's weird. <laughs> sometimes he just has firepower, and sometimes he is straight up molecule man. Also, he's so, like, you know, who cares? Also, he's two guys, I think. I've never really kind of figured. Uh, th- there's a reason I'm trying to break. He's a young fun- guy with an old guy inside him, which I've definitely seen videos of. <laughs> I'm really just trying to branch out into fighting the Justice League because they don't make a lot of Firestorm books, you know? <laughs> You know, maybe that new blue beetle is looking for an ice villain to fight. I'm available. <laughs> uh, but yes, this, so they're all fighting over a helicopter. While everyone every other gets villain. out. Fucking 
we we get a bunch more cameos of the versions of the video game uh, villains yeah. coming out. They don't give any of them voices. But all of them were just in their cells with their stuff. Yeah. Because fucking Scarecrow jumps out and he is immediately in full costume with drugs. And I'm like, Wh- where? <laughs> you jumped out of your cell with that. Dude's been making toilet drugs. <laughs> He's got toilet Scarecrow costume. Yeah. And, you know, at least Poison Ivy doesn't need that. She just comes out and there's plants around Arkham Asylum. And she's like, great, I'm all set. I'm going to do the exact same stuff I did in these games. Make giant plants and kiss zombies. And I... That was one of the few things where I was like, oh, look, they did do it right. Yeah. Where two guards see her and are like, please, please stop. Oh, God. Yeah. Like, and then yes, she, obviously was, you're terrified of Poison Ivy. She's terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. And she kissnotizes them and all that. Bane comes out and starts throwing cars around. We get the, a good Wilhelm scream out of that. We The closest anyone gets to escaping is when... Uh, Killer Frost thinks she'll escape in a police car, and and Two-Face almost gets it first, but she freezes his head, which doesn't kill him, because he's in games after this one, and then throws him back into the crowd, and he just disappears. Yeah. But then her car, once she gets into it, gets picked up and hurled into a wall by Bane, and uh, she probably dies. We don't know. (laughs) Uh, Same thing with Riddler, who was just gone from this point. Yeah, Riddler stopped mattering yeah, so he's he, out, out he's of the done. movie we know they, they weren't going to kill him because he was because arkham origins came out after arkham city which means they know he's alive in the future yeah but the uh <laughs> dead shot is the one who manages to make it to the helicopter yeah he, he well, takes off he, boomerang gets there first but he gets shot by dead shot and thrown out and uh while he's in the air, oh, it turns out that Harley and the Joker snuck in without him noticing. Yeah, and given that the helicopter has, like, one little helicopter room, you're like, where were they? Hi- Does where that were, thing have a what? shitter? Where, where, where were they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just hear flush, and then out comes the Joker. <laughs> we just joined the Mile High Club. I assume that's where you shit in an airplane. <laughs> I wouldn't know. I'm the Joker. <laughs> uh, actually, I joined the Mile High Club on a big blimp with my face on it. And it wasn't Harley, it was the blimp. I fucked a blimp. (laughs) Do you hear that, Batman? I fucked a blimp. Love that Joker blimp. (laughs) I only fuck things that look like me. (laughs) That's how I get off. Anyway, there's a fight. They fight for a long time. The two it's Joker versus Deadshot, which is funny because you're trying to set up Deadshot as this Batman level fight threat. Because he fights Batman in this to a standstill. But again. Joker is able to best Batman in this, so Deadshot versus Joker is a, oh, I guess that's hard. Yeah, they've really jacked up Joker to, like, the Batman levels. Remember when he was, like, the shoeless dude? (laughs) I never watched that, and I hated it. (laughs) He had a good voice. It was, what's his name, Kevin Michael Richards or whatever. It was a great voice choice for him, but... uh, But yeah, he was, like, a shirtless dude with giant green dreadlocks who was a master of capoeira. (laughs) Which is definitely... A choice. <laughs> yeah. It was like he jumped into the fly teleport beam with Blanca. <laughs> it was a weird idea. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the helicopter crashes into a building with Batman there. And He's it's... The, yeah, he rescues Harley. He he gets into the helicopter as well, jumps out with Harley. They go to a lower floor. When it crashes, it's just Deadshot and the Joker who keep fighting. Yeah. Deadshot and Joker have a big old fight. Meanwhile, Batman has a fight with Harley, which he eventually wins and then has to go disarm the bomb. Yeah, he's like, what are you doing? There's a fucking nuclear bomb in that hammer you're trying to hit me. And she's like, I don't care. But I know Joker always hits me and beats me and kicks me and throws me out of cars, but you're the one that's hurting me. And you're like, I 
Okay, I, I guess she's crazy. That's fine. Fine, whatever. whatever. Meanwhile, the jo- the fight between Deadshot and the Joker goes fairly evenly until the Joker stabs him a bunch, and then Deadshot wins because he has the power of not caring if he's stabbed a bunch. <laughs> yeah. He manages to eventually throw the Joker into the helicopter and then pin him there with the Joker's own knives. Yeah, that was just a second ago in his upper back. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, this doesn't matter. Yeah. I, 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 I'm a superhuman. You, 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 I have no backstory. Don't worry about it. You know, it's one thing when you're like, oh, yeah, Joker gets hit a lot and he doesn't seem to care because he's too crazy to feel pain. Sure. But when you're like, yeah, Deadshot gets stabbed like 15 times in the back and has his stomach sliced with a hook. You're like, my dude, feel something. <laughs> you are just a good shot. <laughs> anyway, the fucking helicopter falls with Joker in it. Oh, no. And he laughs all the way down, but you know he's going to survive because and he's in the never found a body. Yeah. And then we're in the denouement moment mode where the only people left that matter are uh, Batman, Amanda Waller, and Deadshot, apparently, because... Batman goes to confront Amanda Waller, and of course she has to be extremely smug, so she's just like, oh, it's just you. I'm like, yeah, you, I'd be surprised to see anyone else, too, given that you apparently work alone in a giant building. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, what are you going to do? Like, write a blog about the U.S. government? No one's going to care what you say, mm-hmm. and you're not going to say anything. And what are they going to believe? Some inmates? Also bullshit. You can't stop us. We win. Yeah. and then Checkmate. He- that other group that runs Task Force X. <laughs> and then he does his usual disappearance thing. Uh, and and she turns around, realizes he isn't there, and then just goes, bitch, under her breath. Which is like, come on, this is this is too much. Also, you know, Batman is going to show you up. He is, a, he is a better computer hacker than the Riddler. He'll just hack your files or whatever. He, he's got tricks. But then while she's sitting there drinking and thinking that Batman is a bitch, uh, a, a laser pointer lights her up, and it turns out it's Deadshot like three miles away. Yep. With his daughter, and he, she has headphones on. And that's that's it. That's the end of it. And then he says his catchphrase. Bang. <laughs> what a great catchphrase. Yeah, and she says, motherfucker. And they cut away from her, which is... <laughs> <laughs> Did he kill Amanda Waller? Who knows? Definitely I, I know not. This, this is definitely non-canon to the franchise now, because it killed King Shark, and he is in that new game. Yep. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh... There you go. Although I think King Shark in the new game is actual Shark King Shark, so maybe it's King Shark too. It could be like, and it's funny because this movie opens with them getting an introductions where each one of them gets their name and their real name on the screen. Yes. So we do get Nanawe King Shark. So you're like, oh, well, he's even has that name. When a new one shows up, they're going to have to be like real Nanawe. <laughs> uh, non-shitty Nanawe. <laughs> But there you go. There's fucking Batman Assault on Arkham. Uh, not great. No, no. <laughs> let's. But let's. When go you ahead. rolled it, when you rolled it, I was like, "Oh, sweet, we got a, That's fucking stupid." I like a lot of those DC animated universe movies more than anyone really should, and that one is bad. Yeah, I mean, I don't hate the animated DC movies, but I'm you know I'm also not like super into them. I did. I liked the old Batman, the animated series, but I never really got into the JLU or anything like that. So I think the problem I've run into watching them is that uh, the you get used to Batman being an unstoppable, indestructible force of justice. So when he does it in a movie, you're like, fine, it's Batman. That makes sense. But they just do it with whoever their main character is, which means there's multiple movies where Constantine is just a full grade wizard who can just fire bolts out of his hands. And you're like, that's not what he does, though. <laughs> Like, it doesn't matter. He needs to be able to fight demons and cool action sequences. So he shoots yellow energy and no further questions. 
<laughs> Let's go ahead and get into our bests and worsts for the movie. Jeff, give me the best moment of Batman Assault on Arkham. Uh, the best moment in Batman Assault on Arkham is... I'm going to say the scene when when the Riddler is the one who realizes that Batman is in the Black Spider costume. It's fun. He just starts laughing. He's like, don't you idiots get... That's Batman! Oh, this is great! He's just excited to be there. Yeah. He's like, a little, I have a little part in this, and I know I survive because I'm in the good game. <laughs> uh, oh, that's right. The Electrocutioner's Gauntlets also made a, a, a cameo appearance in this, and he was oh, one of the yeah. bad guys in Origins. Aw. Yeah. So... Yeah, your your right. favorite? My favorite is, I mean, honestly, I do like that. I mean, there's not a ton in this that I'm super into. It's pretty much just a paste. It's hard to think of any one thing that's better than anything else. Yeah, because there's Maybe no... Maybe the, the Poison Ivy sequence? All of the scenes... Yeah, I guess, because all the scenes, I was like, every time they try to make one of the characters look badass, it just makes me kind of groan a little. Yeah. So yeah. I think the fact that Poison Ivy is completely silent like they didn't bother getting a voice actress for her mm -hmm. the fact that she's just like oh no i'm just silently terrifying yeah i was like that's good i like that yeah so, uh, and plus what she did was made perfect sense for poison ivy she comes out she immediately strips down to his little outfit as she is legally required to be in <laughs> and she starts growing plants all over the place yeah and worst part of the movie uh, I'm going to go with, I know I just said titillation from Poison Ivy, but that's just character for her. But I'm going to go with uh, the cheese, the, the unnecessary amounts of cheesecake this thing crams in. I know we mentioned all the topless scenes where they try and, and uh, use their boobs as distraction weapons before they murder guards. But also Killer Frost is shot from the crotch up so much. Every time she gets knocked down, we got to get a spread eagle crotch shot of her. As she's trying to get back up. Yeah. Her in her little like one piece bathing suit. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's too much. It's. It, it, I I don't know. I'm not trying to say it's Puritan. It just feels like this movie didn't didn't pull it off in a way that felt like earned or interesting. Because again, one one of the better movies from this this uh, studio is the Batman and Harley Quinn one, just because it's funny as fuck. And that one's got a lot of cheesecake shit in it too. But it's funnier. Yeah, it's the one with the famous double butt where they give <laughs> the they give boo. where they give Harley Quinn two butts on accident. <laughs> she has like a creak a, a crack, and then it ends it en the ends the crack, and then the top of her ass is also visible because she's bending over, and there's another crack up there. Like her butt just stops and starts again. Yep. <laughs> uh, great. Well, what was your least favorite thing? God, I sort of want to go with. The, I, I mean, the one that made me the angriest while watching it was the fact that fucking Bane was hooked up to his entire outfit in his cell and that opening the door turns on his Venom yeah. outfit. I was like, this is the dumbest thing because I wouldn't even be as mad if they hadn't gone so in depth in the movie to be like, there, you can't get anything in here. We've got all of these strict policies. Everyone needs to be under co constant surveillance. Anyway, Bane's going to be hooked up to a super juice. Well, it's just like how they always keep Mr. Freeze in an ice chamber. And, but I mean, that's because he has to keep him alive. alive. I know, I know. But um, even like Harvey Dent's room when we see him has like the vote for Dent poster in it. I'm like, why are you giving that to him? Yeah, that's Why not, does he have this? Why wouldn't you just paint half the room black and the other half white and put Debbie Mazar in there and just let him let him go to town? Just why are we doing this? Ugh. Well, we themed all their rooms, you know, for jokes. Honestly, Bane was one of my least favorite We're things. We're treating about... them poorly yeah. as a joke. Bane was one of my least favorite things about the video game series as well, because they played him as just this big roaring ogre monster. And yeah, never... he's just Batman's Hulk. They never played up that he's like this smart calculating villain. Yeah. Which I always like that when they do that. But anyway. There you go. Uh, 
And let's give our ratings for the film. We're each going to give it a rating from zero to five to give it a total rating out of ten. Jeff. Two. This isn't very good. There's a mu- there's a lot better in the DC animated universe if you want to find stuff. Sure. Uh, even Batman movies are easy. Under the Red Hood is fantastic. If you're looking for one of these to try. Great. But this is a two. It's not it's not worth your time. All right. Uh, I'd say a two and a half. It's not the worst. Like, you're st- <laughs> honestly, I'm still watching a fucking Batman movie. It's fine. It's just. There are too many moments of this film where I'm like, come on. Yeah, yeah. At least this, there's not really a sequel to this, but there's another Suicide Squad movie with the same like art direction and so on called Suicide Squad Hell to Pay. I would recommend that one instead because it's got a lot more funny, goofy, stupid cameos. Oh, there's there are for sure things I would recommend before you oh, watch this. Yeah, I'm just I really like this this these movies, these DC animated universe movies, and so I feel like for whatever reason I feel like I'm on the spot and I have to be like, you should watch this one or this one. They're not all like this. They're some of them are good. <laughs> Yeah, it's fine. I get it. I understand. Yeah. I understand the urge to do that. I know. I'll stop, though, because I'm pretty much done anyway. Yeah, and we've been talking for like an hour and a half. So yeah, that's fair. <laughs> thank you for joining us. We will, of course, be back in another couple weeks with more Movie Mastery. Uh, we do have our TV Mastery bonus content. If you want to support the show, you can head on over to patreon.com slash system mastery. Uh, any level unlocks bonus content and helps support the show at the $10 level, the highest level we've got. The highest level of all. <laughs> yes, at Fantasy War Gaming, the highest Patreon of all. Mm-hmm. You can get all of our bonus content. You get our monthly Afterthought show where we ask answer questions from you as well as just mostly dick around more casually. But the TV Mastery is there. We are doing our very special episodes. We are wrapping up the first part of those where this will be the last in the series of uh, drug and alcohol-related special episodes. Yep, so we're doing one last drug run, and then it's on to the next thing. Some kind of abuse or home safety, who knows? Some other very special topic, but uh-huh. uh, <laughs> join us for home improvements <laughs> way <laughs> to talk about drugs. <laughs> yes. Oh, man, I hadn't watched that in a while. So, patreon.com slash systemmastery if you want to support us monetarily. Otherwise, you can always tell someone about the show if you want to spread the word of mouth or give us a rate or review wherever you listen to us. That also helps out. Yep. And you know you want to help us out. We're nice guys. Check us out. We're super cool. Come on! Give me a boost in the ratings! (laughs) Uh, Yeah, we'll be back. Thank you all for listening, and we will see you later. You all have a good one.